There you go. Stay hydrated. Mm. Uh, well, are we rolling? We're we're definitely rolling. We're definitely definitely rolling. It's been a while, but we made Matt, it. Ooh, I think I just pressed something. Am I am I still going? Yep. Okay. You're going, and we made it to another episode of Trippin', Trippin Bigly. <laughs> How long has it been? Uh, it's been a minute. But we're live. Yeah. Live on another episode in the Matrix. How you doing? Fine. You can love and not hate it. Why? I don't know, but we're on that thin line. Same as energy, anyway, you define everything except for gravity on another episode of Trippin' Biggie. That's right, we're a savage. We're savages eating cabbages in the form of sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Homemade sauerkraut. Shout out to homemade sauerkraut, actually. Lexi's Better been get- than any store-bought sauerkraut Le- you Lexi's could ever. Been, getting, been getting real homely lately. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know how it's been, how long it's been since we've done an episode. Um, Over a week. <sighs> I haven't done one since Medellin. Really, I mean, we kind of did one here. Where we were like smoking. And no, we did a couple here. We did like two or three. Your memory is better than mine, because I don't know. But um. Regardless of that, we are here. We are back. We are uh, having another episode. Um, a lot to decompress, but I think we'll just start with the big news of the day. Other than the fact that Alexander Velanovsky got robbed for his title, well, the title fight against Islam Makachevich. How do you say it? How do you say his last name? You're Russian. You Makachev or Makachev? Makachev. Yeah, I mean, it went to the decision and towards, I mean, I guess Islam got it at, during the, at the decision by the judges because he had more, some, he had more takedowns on Volk, but none of the takedowns were really threatening. I mean, Volk was never really threatening. Vol- Volk, Ganassi was like literally punching Islam in the head while being held but so also, i can see why they said that because technically like yeah that's all that volk could do that's why he he was punching him so aggressively because like he like literally couldn't get out of it and the only thing he could do was like hope that the punches to his head would be you know i mean detrimental <sighs> enough to punched in the head by a guy like walks on is no no picnic um <laughs> yeah Ooh, and he was then getting... in the final round it was basically if it, it, so the decision should basically be like if it had gone another round, Volk would have won. I mean, Volk was the fight literally ended with Islam on his back getting punched in the head repeatedly by Volkanovski, and then it was like the mm. final bell went off. I mean, and Volk was a massive underdog, and they were in Australia in Volk's home country. I mean, they should have really just given it to Volk. Yeah, Volk was really surprised. Maybe disappointed everybody. more than surprised at the end when they when they announced that uh, Islam won. He was kind of like, really? Oh, okay. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. 
I just yeah. want to hear that crowd go off when, when they announced Volkanovski the winner. I know. Instead, it was like, Islam, the ring, and everyone was just silent. Silence, pure silence, yeah. That is a bad call on the judges' part. It was but hey. so, it was like, it wasn't even a, like a juicy victory because at the end, Islam almost had to like defend the fact that he won. He was like, I am the best fighter in the world. With like half of his head, like, yeah, like the, the veins in his, in the right part of his head were just exploding, you know. <clears throat> You look like and you look like like a like a, a bat like a Picasso painting that got like rained on. <laughs> look like a, a saggy Picasso painting. Uh, but I mean, you know, he is the best fighter in the world. So what are you gonna do? Um, and in other news, uh, the United States has shot down five unidentified flying objects this week. I think it was five. Five? Three, oh, five. Yeah, oh. another one was announced one hour ago. From uh, unidentified from flying oh. cylinder object, huh? And then sky. It was like two in Canada, I think one in Alaska, one in Montana, and there was some crazy like Chinese laser beams over Hawaii, hmm. which is weird. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think in the history of civilization there's ever been a time when this many unidentified flying objects. So unidentified UFOs. Essentially, or UAFs as they're now called, UAPs as they're now called, mm-hmm. identified aerial phenomena. I don't think there's ever been a time when this many were shot out of the sky. I mean, it's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Weird week. Been having a lot of deja vu lately. It's just a weird week. Everyone feels kind of strange. And I think it's important when you feel strange. Just like meditate for like one minute in the morning. You don't have to do like a 90 minute meditation, but just like take one minute, you know. One minute of yoga, you know, a few minutes of yoga, one minute of meditation, you know, I think it helps. I agree. Uh, well, people actually say that the first few things that you do in the morning are super important and uh, will determine how the rest of your day will kind of go, you know? So, you know, like waking up, having a little morning routine is super important. It's like, you know, remember how you were telling me that, um, like taking a cold shower is like equivalent to doing a certain drug? Cocaina. <laughs> and, uh, well, like, yeah, it, it lasts yeah, like it gets, it, it gets your dopamine. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dopamine's going for like three, three, two or three hours. Yeah, and three hours. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, better deal. Yeah. More affordable, healthier. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And it lasts longer. So, you know. Yeah. Cold shower. Cold shower is good. Mm-hmm. The morning gets your day started off right. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, I could, but <laughs> it'd be a very good argument. Um, so, yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's like weird week. It was the Chinese, quote unquote, surveillance balloon. And then... Four additional objects, three or four additional objects after that in the past as many days, like the past four days. What do you think this all means? I mean, it's interesting because it's all over the front news. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. I mean, some it's interesting. I mean, who knows, right? I mean, obviously the story is still developing by the time people are hearing this episode i mean there'll be more information out there but um 
I mean, this could be um, the precursor to something massive. And then it was announced today Joe Biden has just uh, basically approved the largest Pentagon budget in the history of the United States. Mm-hmm. So, like, massive. I don't know wh- how much it is, but it's a lot. I mean, it's going to be, you know, obviously probably hundreds of billions of dollars, which is unfathomable amount of money. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird time. I mean, it's weird. It's a weird time. And... um it's just, uh, you know, it's nice to have somebody around to share in the weirdness, you know? Yeah, definitely. Better than not having anyone around and just <laughs> experiencing the weirdness Lonely in weirdness. solitude and isolation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're social creatures, so it's kind of a necessity for us. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have people that you can have real solid connections with, you know? Yeah. We have a pretty solid connection. It's a little uncomfortable that you're leaving. <laughs> for- for Und- about a week. Undetermined amount of time. A week. Or two. Or, no, a week or and a few days or something like that. I don't think I'll be gone for two weeks. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'll, I'll be probably, like, I'm 99% sure. No, I, I don't think I'll be back. Before, uh, yeah, I'll be back before March for sure. Definitely. Like, even way before that. So. Yeah, not two weeks. <laughs> Is this your uh, first experience being uh, separated from your partner for an kind of an extended period of time my first experience having a partner (laughs) really i mean for as long as i can really remember yeah Mm. well in that case it's totally normal for a first experience like this to feel uncomfortable you know as first experiences are especially ones that aren't necessarily super positive have you had a lot of experiences like this being left alone like like separating from your partner for extended period of time yes yes the thing is for me my whole life Everything has always kind of been overwhelming. Like, relationships have been overwhelming. Because I've been, like, micromanaged a lot of the time. So, for me, I actually kind of really like being alone. You know? Um, Like, I remember when I was a kid, my mom would, like, take my brother and I to summer camp for, like, a week or two. And I always looked forward to it because I was like, oh, I could finally be truly left alone by this woman. (laughs) Uh, and just be with other people who are not her. Uh, 
But I mean, I'm I'm very reasonable. Like when I calculate everything in the relationship, like the, the experiences that I have, the person that I'm with, like who they are, like how things are going. I try to rationalize it. I'm like, hey, okay, well, I'll be back in a certain amount of time. Or, like, they'll be back in a certain amount of time. There's no reason to get myself stressed out about this now if there's no stress happening. Because, like, I'm very prone to stress and anxiety. So, you know, I've kind of developed certain techniques to keep myself cool, grounded, balanced. You know. What are some... You want to share some techniques? So if you want to um, stay cool, grounded, balanced. Yeah. Something I've learned is like if in this if if in the moment there is absolutely nothing you can do to change the situation that can potentially be stressful in the future, you must not stress about it until that time comes. And if when that time comes, you know this the all your fears do come true, then it's okay. You can stress about it. But as of right now nothing is actually happening so stressing about it is only really causing you you know pain for no reason essentially so you have to really kind of talk to yourself as if like your emotions are a little child and you are the parent of yourself otherwise you know you're just gonna whirlpool yourself into a little cave of sadness no one wants that damn yeah nobody likes like self-inflicted whirlpools of personal sadness <laughs> so this sounds terrible what a drain <laughs> i don't know drain. but I, i'm also not like like i've been <laughs> it's not even in a not, not even like in a sad way like i don't want people to feel sad for me but yeah i've been like left and abandoned by like people that i thought loved me and that i loved so it doesn't really affect me like if someone if someone that i loved left me it'd be like oh okay just another <laughs> just another one of these experiences i mean like yeah it would be painful but like i've experienced it so many times that it's kind of like i know how to handle that wait, wait, do you think it doesn't affect you or do you think you deny you're in denial about the ways that it does affect you I mean, I don't think it affects me as much as it maybe should or used to. Am I in denial of the way it affects me? Yes, it probably affects me in other ways that I'm just not aware of. But also, like, I've become comfortable with the fact that it's not the end of the world, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, yeah, I guess it's part of life's experience. And you basically, I mean, especially if you have, if, if, if you have depression issues, um, it's well, sort of, yeah, you have, you have basically two choices, either kill yourself or don't. And suicide is not really a real option. It's, it's really horrible from everything that I've experienced and been told and believe basically if you commit suicide, then all of those things, those painful things and feelings that you are attempting to escape through suicide, you, um, you're forced to come back and go through those like even more intensely. Yeah. 
because by killing yourself it means you haven't learned your lessons and you haven't successfully made it through life basically just getting through life you win if you just make it through life without taking your own life or taking anyone else's life you basically win mm-hmm. yeah I mean you're, you're not the first person actually who's who's told me this um this <laughs> told you please don't kill yourself well my mom my mom used to tell me this too that like you know killing yourself will do exactly what you just described and also uh the fact that <laughs> but she also added on a second uh theory which is uh if you do a lot of bad things to yourself or other people in the lifetime that you're living now you will come back uh in 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 the next in your next life as a really ugly person or like with a lot of issues you know what i mean damaged in multiple ways i don't know just 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 well, that you're, sounds you're, you're gonna be given a really shitty hand essentially <laughs> so yeah i don't know <laughs> shitty hands are always bad huh Shitty hands are never good. Yeah, yeah. So how do you just how do you block a song from ever playing again on Spotify? <laughs> yeah, this is a really you know I, I I usually I don't find many songs that offensive, but this is really not 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 the jam it's right now. So weird. It's like Doggy Dog World, and then like the ladies repeats like Oh Doggy Dog World. It's Doggy Dog how World do you, out there. How do you just not? How do you just make sure that you never have to listen to a song again? Uh, no. How do you X out a song? Can uh, you do that? I think so. Hide song. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I hope that works. The hit song. Huh. Well, there you go. I was also going to mention something previously when we were talking about, um, like how, how one can manage, uh, the feelings that arise within you when like you're someone you love is leaving or whatever. Um, and how I manage it. And I, I think for me, like I never grew up with a person that I really cared about leaving me, you know, I never had support. I never had like that kind of support. You, really? About anyone you were ever with? No, my, I mean, my dad, I always believed that like my dad abandoned me. My two brothers were super abusive to me. Uh, my, so, so was my mom and I didn't believe that any, any of them loved me. So I never had, you know, I, they already left me from day one. So it was like. There was no one to Damn. leave. So I I was already alone. I, I grew up feeling super alone. So to me, it's like, oh, how do you feel if someone leaves you? Well, uh, kind of like how I always did. It's not really much different. Like, Damn. Yeah. I mean, I always want, I always wished someone was there, but like, I kind of like after decades of nobody ever being there you kind of just accept that like okay this is the way it is you know i mean if you accept it well i don't i'm not yeah i mean it's not that you accept it it's like you just don't know any other you just don't know any different that's all you know all you know is that nobody was ever there for you 
you never had like a parent to even leave you because everybody was already fucking gone to begin with you know what i mean that's why like a lot of the times people think i'm cold because i can't when people tell some people some people tell me about their issues and i just can't like really fully empathize not that i can't empathize you know i understand the struggle but like i can't fully connect with that because i just because for your emotional survival you've had to be disconnected to anything with um, an emotional context yes and I don't think people realize how painful that is because I feel like everybody kind of has at least one person in their lives. Like, you know, I was telling you about my friend who had their grandmother. Like, everybody was awful, but they had their grandmother. And that, like, all you need is one person. All you really need is, like, one solid adult in your life, especially when you're a child. Like, to make, like, just not even solid, but, like, decent. You know what I mean? Like, just, just, just not horrible. Just no, not no, horrible, but, like, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately for me everybody was horrible so yeah i don't know your dad seemed pretty cool yeah well he where the fuck was he like yeah abandoning's not cool since since like my parents my parents split up when i was seven and from the time that i was seven to the time that i was 14 i think i saw him like five times maybe if that and then from the time that I was 14 to the time that I was uh, 18 I think I saw him like three times and then he passed away and then he passed away (laughs) shortly thereafter like yeah Uh, I didn't I didn't speak with him for about a year or two and uh, then he died (laughs) so damn yeah that's how that went, huh? Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's so many factors at play there. Like, there's, there's, you know. Unfortunately, that is the situation. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on from this sad note. Sad and somber note. Yeah, escalate or de-escalate quickly. Start off with uh, identified flying objects and <laughs> ended up with a uh, difficult past. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it helps helps build you, though, at the same time, right? I mean, you wouldn't be who you are or where you're at today if not for that. And now you kind of have a relatively amazing life because it sort of, you know, your turbulence past sort of pushed you into being more adventurous and and getting out there and finding a life for your own you know so that's kind of cool yeah i think i i think i i think i grew up with a pretty unique perspective on things just because of the way things were around me um i feel like i lived a life that was very different from my peers uh which kind of made me very insightful i feel well most of the, most most of the like most of the most amazing people most of the most most of the most most of the most amazing most of the most most of the most <laughs> expen- <laughs> most of the most amazing people and the most brilliant minds 
you know, have some sort of dark past or some dark present or some dark side that, you know, exists is part of the, like the law of duality where, you know, some of those terminless things lead to some of the most, you know, amazing moments. So, you know, for example, like in Buddhism with the lotus flower, you know, lotus flower is represented in Buddhism because, you know, it's a flower that's absolutely beautiful, but it needs really dirty waters to grow in and it's symbolic of something beautiful blooming and arising from something difficult and ugly and dark you know so yeah. you know as difficult as it might be to have a a, a bad pass um, you know it can, it can lead to good things yeah well I, I, I also think that the ability to overcome really uh like, like like tremendous pain shapes you into kind of like a cool human being i don't know like <laughs> i haven't met to be honest i haven't met that many cool people who have had like good upbringings and relatively easy lives they tend to be kind of ignorant and um, unaware of their surroundings and the world in general, kind of living in their own little bubbles, which is comfortable, I guess. That's, I, I don't know, but like, I, I, I personally just find it difficult to communicate with these people. Because <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like they, they lack a certain understanding and they they also lack the ability to uh, see outside of their own lives and understand other people. Huh. <sighs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me, like, you know, people who have gone through things lack empathy uh, people people who haven't gone through things lack empathy but people who have gone through things i feel like well it, it depends on how you also like overcome these situations how you handle uh, all how you manage to handle all the adversity you know because some people for instance they just shut down become very absorbed in their own worlds like i don't know narcissists for instance uh, become closed off and self-absorbed. Yeah, because they weren't able to handle the stress, negativity, whatever at a, a certain point in their lives. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, human beings can only take so much. Yeah. No, everybody's different. Everybody has a different threshold for pain and and coping. Namely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And also, like, everybody has a different level of willingness to change. A lot mm. of people just, you know, they feel like they're too weak or that they can't do it. But, uh, yeah, because it's difficult. It's cha Changing yourself is very difficult, you know? Yeah. At any point, yeah. well, so it's a it's a gra it's a gradual process. I think it's a gradual process. Well, it's you know, it's definitely something you can do. You know, it's just one step at a time. Mm. You know, 
like one step at a time. I mean, change is the only constant. So we're going to change whether we choose to or not. It's just a matter of how that change happens. You know, I think when you become stagnant is when you basically stop living, you know, that's when you die. Yeah. No, seriously. It's true. That's pretty much when you accept that, uh, the depression that entered you and you kind of die with it. Kind of equivalent of killing yourself just very slowly. Well, and and then but then there's also like the death of the former you in order to have the rebirth of who you are to become. Mm. You know. Yeah, I'm working on that right now. <laughs> uh, it's hard. Well, this it's can be exciting. Yeah, it is, but it's also you know it's difficult to let go of everything that you know. And kind of uh, take this chance on restarting your being, you know? Right. Well, I mean, in a way, life is all chance. I mean, everything's up to chance, you know? So that's part of that's part of that, you know, that's 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 life. Yeah, but you know what I mean is like the outlook that we all have on life is based on all the experiences we've had like yeah yeah we're a collection of our experiences yeah it's 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 we we are we are a product of our upbringing and our experiences speaking of our experiences don't forget the hummingbird necklace oh yeah no definitely not no it's a beautiful hummingbird necklace and looks good on you it'll have a great time with me at the the event at the event that I'm going to ay 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 <laughs> so the event the event she's going to you speak about it uh, yeah we can speak about it just, let's just not I guess not say any specifics yeah she's going to an event with another man a party oh man what a the... party <laughs> a big party in Miami with another man well you're you're really looking at it very uh, through, a very through a very narrow lens. Are you going to a party with another man? Yes. Yes. But I'm also going to a party with a bunch of other people. And artists, musicians, a whole diverse group of people who, you know, I don't, I will, it's not like I'm, I get many chances in life to, to have true. these experiences. Oh, yeah, so, cool. so you know, I'm I'm trying to diversify and expand my horizons, expand my mind, expand expand my uh, outlook on life. Because I feel like in many ways I have I have uh, been kind of stagnant. You know, I I feel I feel like I should be exploring a little more. And uh, being more social, especially, you know, at the age that I am. Yeah. So. You know, that's, that's good. It's, li- it's part of living life. Yeah. Yeah, I think it should be cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. It'd be cool, you know, if I could bring my friends from Canada over there and we could... I'll have a big little party, but... A big little party? 
a little big party, a big little party. Big. Yeah, I, if we could all just like hang out together, I feel party bigly. I feel like in some ways I've kind of been not really growing apart from my friends, but yeah, I guess so. So I, I, I'm trying to make new ones. I'm not, I'm not like I don't feel super sad about any of this. Like me not really speaking with my friends that often or anything. I still love all of them, but you know. I don't know. This is this weird point in my life where certain things don't feel as important. I don't know exactly what I want, but I do know that, you know, getting out there, putting yourself out there is important. Finding new experiences is important. Learning new things is important. And so I'm trying to do all that. Despite my depression <laughs> being like, ah, I don't want to do anything. Well, I think you're making, I think you're, I think, I think it's working. I think you're doing it. Seems like you're doing it. Yeah, I've been, don't mess up. been forcing myself to uh, learn at least a little bit of Spanish every day, and I think I've been doing yeah, a lot better with that. Yeah, Spanish, you want to have a big party. I'm starting party to Miami. really understand what people are saying. Like, I'll, I hear people have conversations, and I and mm-hmm. I can separate the words now, which I was, like, not able to do when I uh, first arrived in Colombia. So well, You're intelligent, and you learn quickly, and you already speak several languages, so you've got a good head start. You know, and then there's that like Russian-Colombian connection for whatever reason. Yeah. Sort of cultural connection, and some of the words are the same. Yeah, very, interesting. very interestingly so. Like, um, you know the, I don't know if there's a specific word for this, but display windows of of stores. Is there a specific word for for those? In Espanol, in Spanish. In English. Display windows? I don't know. Okay, well, in Russian and Spanish, there's a specific word for for display window. It's called vitrina, and it's the same word in Spanish <laughs> and in English. Uh, you vitrina. Mean Spanish and, and sp- sorry, in Spanish and in Russian. Russian. That's yes. So strange. I know. I remember. Sistema like, is the same word. Sistema. Sistema. Right. For, for what? Like System. S- yes. But um, yeah, I remember um, one of one of our friends, Geraldine, was trying to explain something to me. She was like, she was like, oh, there's this, there's this word in Spanish. I don't know how to say it in English. It's called vitrina, and I was like, wait a second, vitrina is the same. (laughs) It's the same in Russian. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, I noticed, I noticed um, Colombians and Russians share a lot of cultural. Mm, Yeah, maybe that's helping. Connections. Maybe that's helping you. Learners. It is. It, it's. It's been making me feel more at home here, hey. more connected. Because I feel like, t- to be honest, I d- no like. Point for Columbia. I, I can't. I. I don't really feel super connected with uh, Canadians. Canadians. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Canadians haven't really had a lot of like adversity or, or challenges in the past. So. Yeah. You know, there's this common bond between people that have had struggle for whatever reason. There's just this huge gap of and like la- lack of understanding. I think in Canada, you know, I felt like my whole life I was trying to explain myself or like you know, uh, f- f- trying to feel understood, especially as a child, like like relatable. Yeah. Yeah, and that was always so difficult. Like even I remember when I first went to school, and I didn't know, and I didn't speak any English, despite the fact that I was born in Canada and like never went anywhere. 
but I, I quickly noticed that the, uh, the Canadian children were very different from Russian children. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, or at least the, the people, that, the, the kids that I was... Um, yeah, it's interesting being like in a, a country that you don't relate to and then being like a citizen of that country, and, but it, you know, I, but it feeling like you, you're, you're like not a part of that system... Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least part of the human system, the human civilization. Well, I, you know what's crazy? I thought that that's how I would feel forever before I started traveling. And I remember the first time that I went to New York, that was actually the first time that I was out of the country uh, pretty much ever, really. And that was in 2021, I think. And it took me, like, a while. I was in New York for about a week. And by the last few days, I started to fully realize that the people there were so different from from Canadians. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's just New York, which is, like, oh, yeah. super like, close. You know what I mean? It's, it's interesting so. how, like, different cultures, like, there's a, there's a common human bond that, like, all humans have certain traits. But then there's all these, like, micro traits in different pockets of society that are so different mm-hmm. which is probably what makes human beings interesting I guess yeah so let's hope that the uh, the 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 UFOs that we're shooting down don't upset the alien race <laughs> and that the human beings can continue to exist here on planet earth it's interesting I do I do wish that um us as humans had more capacity for understanding each other and each other's differences, you know? I mean, we have a tough time understanding our own selves and our own differences internally amongst our personal beings. Yes, and, you know, going back to what I was saying about experiencing a lot of adversities, I feel like that kind of enables you to understand others on another level i can and or at least no, be willing to accept I, the differences i feel like i feel like it gives you access to more patience and patience allows you to observe things uh a lot in, in a much more detailed way without without reacting you know, it allows it allows you to observe for longer without reacting to something. Like neutral observation. Yeah. Sure. Before making like rash conclusions or jumping, you know, jumping to conclu- conclusions too early or something like this, you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess. Uh... We'll uh we'll just um not jump to the conclusions, but we will jump to the um the end of another episode. Okay. Alright. So <laughs> smooth smooth way to end it. Um the smooth ending. Talked about a lot of uh deep things. I don't know. <laughs> Try to find the right word and I can find it. Um, Yeah. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to this one. 
Yeah, thanks. We love you. We really do. Um, yeah, just another another audio audio fact for the uh, collective consciousness of the global civilization known as humankind. Humankind. Mm-hmm. Kind humans. Kind. <laughs> kind of humans. <laughs> kind of kind humans. All right. All right. I'm, yeah. Can't talk. Right. Can't. Can't uh, top that one. So I I'm guess. Need to top it. We just leave it right here. <laughs> we'll see you right there. Yeah. See you when you get back. All right. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> Yeah.